Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Adjacent to History, the podcast that brings you, the listener, right up next to the biggest moments in history. I'm your host, Rory McBain, a history professor at State University of New York at New Paltz, and the author of such books as The Best of History and History Ranked, The Ten Greatest Centuries. Now, I am joined on this journey we'll be taking with the inventor of this incredible technology that allows us to listen in on history, Dr. J. John Johnson. No, I'm not. I'm not oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, not a doctor. He's not <laughs> a doctor. I, I, I apologize. I made that it's mistake okay. before. Uh, Mr. J. John Johnson, the inventor of our incredible invention that we're using in this podcast. Now, we'll get to Dr. John, uh, Mr. Johnson Mr. in just a or second. Or John. John is fine. But I just wanted to say that with this podcast, what we hope to do is to correct any mistakes in history, confirm any truths in history, and maybe discover new things in history. That's right. We'll be standing in the room with some of the biggest figures in the history of the world. Please, Doc, Mr. Johnson, explain this technology. I can explain it in a way that a person of average intelligence and abilities could understand and even carry out. All right, but we're trying to appeal to a mass audience, so... Um, okay. We're not considering with a, with intelligence. With a podcast about science and history? Great. Okay, well, ahead. would you like to describe the technology? What what we're dealing with in layman's terms is a, you know, a radio telescope, okay. which is just what it sounds like. It beams out into space. It can pick up sounds and we take a listen. And sometimes we get uh, something spectacular and sometimes we just miss the mark. Uh, well, I'm sure we can edit that part out. You probably shouldn't say that we'll miss the mark. No, but we can miss the mark. I mean, that's that's science. Well, that's not what our we're not planning. Well, as far as I know, science is not missing the mark. Science, science is getting is, things right. Science is all about missing. Well, the we mark. won't be sharing the errors. I don't think well, that would be a mistake. Well, well then this is going to be a pretty to, fucking short podcast. Okay. Well, uh, maybe this. Why don't we just cool off for a second and take a moment uh, for uh, a word from our sponsor, Mr. Johnson. And Johnson products, not Johnson and Johnson products. Uh, yeah, you, you you should be more careful with your words. Are aggressive beavers building dams in the river or stream you currently live in? Don't be beaver beaten. Take action. Trapping beavers is complicated and unmanly, and it may be illegal. Instead, use Mr. Johnson's beaver poison. Mr. Johnson's beaver poison comes in convenient 10 suppository packs, enough to wipe out the whole damn colony. Simply subdue the beaver, insert the glycerin suppository, and watch the rodent question its every life decision as the light of life dims from its beady eyes. Mr. Johnson's beaver poison is ranked excellent by the the American Association of Beaver Poisoners. Mr. Johnson's Beaver Poison, available at your local post office. Mr. Johnson's Family Products. Well, welcome yeah. back. In our previous segment, uh, we introduced you to uh, myself, uh, the host, uh, Rory McBain, and of course, uh, do, do, Mr. Uh, Mr. J. John Johnson. John is fine. Okay, the uh, inventor of the technology, uh, which I am calling colloquially Mr. Johnson's time machine. I know it is not a yeah. time machine, but uh, I think it explains what we're going to be doing on this podcast. And and why don't we actually get to some of the amazing yes, results of your technology? Let's get to the point, Rory. Please, yes. let's well, get to Here it point. is, folks. Uh, I have chosen for the first demonstration of this technology for you listeners. Well, this isn't the first demonstration. I've used this technology. For the listeners, technology. obviously. If you weren't. Okay. Did you listen? 
We talked about the kind of back and forth that the, the host and co-host will have. Co-host. Now I'm a co-host. Okay, thank you. Earlier, I, I, earlier I, I, I thought you called you, me the guy who's going to chime in. That's what you said before okay. the break. Well, You go back and listen to it. Yes. The one thing I know is you're not a doctor, apparently. But moving on. The moment that I've chosen, I think, is one familiar to any of our American listeners, certainly. One of the great moments in American history. Uh, something that we've all read about, heard about, and, and now we can actually not read about or hear about, but we can actually hear. I'm talking, of course, about the Gettysburg Address, Abraham Lincoln's very famous speech, a short speech given on a battlefield on the afternoon of November 19, 1863, after a great battle. Today, it's a historic monument. You can go there, and uh, our podcast might be doing a tour there at some point if we can get all that together. <laughs> as long as I can do it remotely. We're in. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't, don't please, try not to disparage the product of course but now i'd like us to go to the gettysburg address and folks we're going to actually hear the voice of abraham lincoln delivering perhaps his most famous speech go ahead doctor uh, you can just call me john great. and I, you really should have given me a signal or something to start dialing well i was talking i thought talking. i thought maybe as i was vamping and giving the date you mm, could dial in on that no i didn't know all right let's listen Oh, that was horrible. Oh, Mr. President, it was, you did great. You I did wasn't great feeling job. it. Well, oh. you know what? I, I wouldn't have guessed that. You, you seemed on your game up there. Oh, it's so verbose. I, 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 I said four score and seven years ago. I could have just said 87. Well, well yes. I mean, we talked about this, and you decided that it was impactful. Don't make excuses for it. Don't apologize for yourself. Just own it. You know, we've talked about if you wanted to run this for me first so yeah. that you can hear that yeah. stuff out loud that can be really helpful and you didn't and maybe next time you will well there yeah yeah that's a learning that's a moment. learning experience okay so okay. next time let's just workshop this <sighs> a little before going live I do it again somewhere else i mean nobody knows where gettysburg is anyways let's do it in harrisburg but you know i can i can check the calendar and see if we can work that in or pittsburgh yeah we can we can take this thing to any number of bergs great it, you know we can just tweak it a little bit all right i don't want to do it in philadelphia that's fine. It's too much pressure. That's fine. Hey, listen. What about self-care? What about huh? it? You seem run down. You can't do your best work. I'm if exhausted. You're not Our country's care fighting of each other. You. I know, but okay. take some time. Well, Just take some time for you. I know. If I had a cucumber, I'd put it right over my eyes. Why? Wow. Uh, yes. Well, you, you know, it was. I mean, so close to the actual speech. I know. Can you believe it? Imagine if we had been able to just get a little earlier, just a few minutes. Okay. We didn't get somewhere in Pennsylvania in 1860. I know, but we know we know where he gave the, you know, it's the Gettysburg Address. That part shouldn't be difficult at all. Um, I mean, well, let's talk about what we heard, I guess. Uh, <laughs> okay. I we heard Abraham fucking Lincoln talking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good night. Yes. Good night. We fucking nailed it. Well, uh, there were some uh, revelations in there. I, I don't know that there's any historical evidence that he took this speech on the road, but uh, I guess there was talk of that. Uh, that was interesting, I guess. Again, just to hear, you know, what the reaction would have been like to the speech. But again, you know, we're just... We're, you we're, heard it at the very beginning. I can play it for you again if you'd like. 
Oh, we recorded. Oh, good. That's good that you got yeah, a hold there's of There's like a smattering of applause. Okay. I just And a few horses shitting. But who cares? I mean, we I could I, I, just imagine Abraham fucking Lincoln's tall, bony ass and heard him speaking. Yeah. And he apparently uh, now that uh, the cucumber thing. Do you think he was the inventor of the cucumbers over the eyes? Was this something? I mean, that's a that's a bit of a historical find i suppose yeah i suppose if you're if you're a desperate historian who's looking for some historical well you know what i was looking for i was looking for the speech is what i was looking for and i didn't get the speech and we all know the speech i know but i I would okay nobody but you and i and abe lincoln and that dead broad he was talking to know about what we just heard you, you know what? I'm not going to deny that. But next time, let's just try to get on what we ask for. Well, I'm trying. That's what I said. This is you fucking people. Moving on. How about this? Since you can't really get... Let's just go for more general. I'm interested, uh, as a historian, in the French Revolution. Okay. Where well, specifically... Uh, well, and, and, dates, and, and times... Very good, very good. Because the French Revolution, of course, it, it took place over a great period of time... Uh, and it ended up with the end of the, the, the French, really the aristocracy, but of course the royal family uh, and everything. So, so what I would like to hear actually is early days, uh, perhaps uh, Versailles, it has been widely speculated that uh, Marie Antoinette never really said, let them eat cake. That's been attributed to her. But maybe, maybe I'm, I don't want to ask for anything specific because you seem to get angry when you couldn't do it before. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I did, I, oh, wow. Okay, I I have it here already. Versailles I'm and ready. the yes, years I got 1787. It. Let's go I, maybe 1788. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay. I got it. I didn't want to get, okay. Be quiet. Here we go. Let's listen in to, I believe, uh, if we get what we asked for, uh, this is the Palace of Versailles. This is before. Oh uh, the, you have to stop talking. You have to stop talking French so, Revolution, so you can hear. 1787. I am thinking that perhaps we should throw a little bit of a party uh, fête, if you will. Uh, un fête? Un fête. Uh, we just had a fête last week. Maybe this time we can invite um, one or ten or twenty of the people of, uh, who are poor and <sighs> show them how rich we are. What? And then they will see it is so good that we live so happy and they can go back and they can tell all the other pauvres that we are so happy. Ooh, I have a fun party game. Yes. Uh, pin the tail on the forest. Ooh, this is a bonny day. We can ask each one of them at the party, excuse me, how much money do you have? Oh, why ask questions? We just, uh, we weigh them. We weigh. We weigh them. Oh, this is smart, yes, because most of them sew their money into their clothes, I believe. Because really? Where else would they put it? They, we have no bank. I don't know. If they, the Maybe bank? they keep it in their donkey bin or something. And we have you, no money. No. So we can't do that. They have to bring their own potato. Impossible. Bring your own food. And then what we can do is perhaps we can put together a little outdoor fire and they can cook it there. Yeah, a fire with a, a big pot of boiling lard. Perfect. And stick potato in there, the fries that you eat it. Yes, and if they don't like it, then we say you get into the fire, you get into the lard. Don't ever speak back to me and you will eat exactly what we tell you to eat, you piece 
of shit. We. I think we should start the party that way. Well, what? Okay. Wow. All right. Well, that was. You know what? I gotta. I gotta give it to you right there. Getting, yeah. getting King Louis and Marie Antoinette. I mean, I think so. I, I don't. I don't know how we would verify that that's who they are. Nobody well, it was Versailles, so right. It's a big. I guess it's a big castle. But I mean, it certainly sounded because I cannot, with any scientific accuracy, tell you whether or not I was perfect. Since you got the Gettysburg one off, why don't we assume this one you got right? Yeah, that's that's. You. I think okay. it was Einstein that said, "Fuck it, let's just assume." Well, I don't think he he said no, that. No, of but, course uh, not. Well, it's let's talk about what we what we were able to okay. to hear and get there. That was quite interesting. I don't know that there's any historical record of the royals throwing a party for the the poor, but uh, certainly it seemed as if uh, there was a bit of a bit of resentment, maybe in there in the voice towards the poor. I would say the most surprising thing to me was the sound of the firing squad in the background. Is that what you think those were? I am absolutely positive. I didn't know if those were, you know, if they were hunting on the ground. I don't there. think that anyone hunts with a, a barrage of gunfire at intervals just long enough to clean up dead bodies and stand up new live ones. I, I guess everybody takes something different out of there. Yeah, I would, I would imagine that's true. You know what, doctor? That was a good job. I'm not a one. doctor. Well, uh, Mr. It's not fucking hard yes. to remember. I it, don't you know understand what? It's just why. just science. I would expect someone of your... Uh, status to have just you know gotten a doctorate i suppose i did get a doctorate well then why so what you, were you is that what this podcast is about now do we want to do we want to use my machine to listen to my past i'd rather not wow well that's an interesting uh idea for maybe a, a further episode down the the road no, <laughs> i got a question if you think there's going to be more than one of these you've been kicked in the head well you signed a contract i believe uh, if we can get that far. You know, I got a question, doctor. How far back can we go with this stuff? I mean, can we get prehistoric? Can we, can we, you know, discover, uh, Stonehenge? I mean, that's the- been a mystery. Can we get there and figure out what that's all Stonehenge. about? Okay. So we're talking what, uh, how you know, far back is that? It's three, you know, there's estimates. It's 3000 BC, maybe okay, yeah. 2000 BC. Why don't we hit, why don't we, why don't we go 2500 BC? 2500 BC. And we're talking southern it's England. Stonehenge. I'm not just sure put Stonehenge. Where. It's coordinates. I can't just oh, put well, a word like, in. You can't like you know, map no. quest or, or or line it up with G. Well, Stonehenge is where Stonehenge is. I think. I mean, southern England. I've got it. It's I've on got Salisbury it. I've got it. Plain. Be quiet. Be quiet. I'm. I've got it. Uh, folks, what we're listening to, uh, what we're about to listen to, apparently, is the uh, Stonehenge monument. Uh, if 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 we've gotten our coordinates correct and everything, we may get, gain some insight into why this this monument was built, who built it, and what it was used for. All right, go right ahead. Time doesn't have a fucking pause button. You're gonna drag that stone how far? To the other one. Can you not see where it goes? I, I can. I can see where it goes. What I can't see is why. Why does it go? It's in me, family. We've always been the ones to erect the stone. It's my turn to do an erection. 
That's what I'm saying. You've always been against my erection. I'm very pro your erections. I wish, I wish that bloody hill were as wet and wanting for my erection as your happy gash. Well, what is it today then? Are you going to drag that stone or are you going to shag this lass? I've got to show you something. Come, hide behind this giant stone here. Look at this. It's a wand. It's a magic wand. Yeah, all right. Come see. Have you been in the bottle? No, I haven't been in the bottle. I have had a few mushrooms, though. You've got to try them. Come on, come look. I waved my wand. And look, this mushroom circle appeared. You know what it is? It's a fairy circle. It's where all the fairies gather. All right. I'm taking the wand until you come down. That wand, why does it vibrate? That's for later. Wow. Insightful. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose you you could say insightful. I mean, it certainly incites... Certain feelings. Some things never change, I suppose, huh? They're just like us. As a scientist, entirely baffled. Uh, there's no way that one human could have drugged one of those stones. Well, I mean, we heard it. I'm going to take an L on this. There's no way that that was accurate. That was something else. That Sounded was... pretty accurate to me. Seems like uh, Stonehenge was like a family project. And it took so long because, you know, family issues, I suppose. Okay, well, it's just uh, a little disheartening is all. I just well, I was, I was, I was actually heartened, if 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 such a thing could be. I don't think that's a word. Well, you know what? We're just discovering this technology, Doctor. We're not discovering the technology. No, I invented the yes, technology. But what I meant is, and I'm not a fucking doctor. No, you're not. I want to thank you, the listeners, for being here with us on this journey as we sit adjacent to history using. Mr. Johnson's time machine, which isn't a time machine. Oh, time machine. We will continue to explore our world and the history of it. And before we go, I'd like to thank, uh, of course, our sponsor, Mr. Johnson's products, all of the products in the Mr. Johnson's line, uh, Mr. Johnson's beaver poison, Mr. Johnson's baby taser, okay, and Mr. Johnson's squirrel polish and many other products. All Mr. Johnson products available at your local post office. Thank you, Postmaster DeJoy. Mr. Johnson would like to extend a special thank you to all our participating consultants. Frank Cayetti, Molly Erdman, Megan Grano, Martin Garcia, Rich and Rebecca Sohn, and Eddie Furman. Mr. Johnson's family products. (laughs) 